0: everybody. Y'all, I'm so excited for today's podcast. I get to have one of my besties on the podcast, a fellow member of our sermon squad, which y'all probably heard me talk about our Wednesday night group. And I'm just so thankful for her life, who she is. And I can't wait for y'all to get to know her. If you don't know her, you're missing out on about 200 hilarious instagram videos a day because she is that friend and we are all so grateful for it. it keeps us laughing and i'm just glad to have you on the podcast grace thanks for being on yes i'm so excited to be here thanks for having me yes so obviously you're pregnant i am very watching. very pregnant so um you know some of our friends have been on the podcast and they've been nervous because they're on a podcast that a lot of people listen to and there's a lot of lights in here and cameras, but you're nervous for other reasons. So yeah, you just I just want to get it out there. I have a there. few
1: things on my docket this morning that I just need to let y'all know about because they could 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 run into some issues here. So I'm gonna be out of breath at times. You'll hear me take these like deep breaths or kind of like try to catch my breath, or I might just like. You know, toss it to you so you can say something so that I can breathe for a second. And then I'm probably going to have to take a couple pee breaks. So y'all just bear with me. There might be some awkward editing in there (laughs) from my... Exits that I have to make, but we'll get we'll get through.
0: We're gonna get it. It'll through it. and I told her I was like, Look, they're used to me being pregnant twice now yes. on this podcast. I got so out of breath with honey. She was like her booty was in my rib cage, like the whole last pregnancy. We have some so, faithful
1: followers. Oh, we
0: have faithful followers. Every time, like I would throw it to people just <laughs> so like we could edit it to where you just see their face so I could physically <laughs> like push her butt yeah, down my rib. Oh so, I totally so, feel that. If you need to start just moving her around and all things, you do what you need to do thank you also that. I've never heard anyone of this I can say I'm just gonna toss it to you see this is why I love sisters and friends because I get my real friends on here who are just like so you're gonna have to take yeah, this, you're gonna I'm gonna take this that's right I love it well I'm excited um for those who don't know you because our friendship was really funny we always talk about this like we have been friends for a while now and hang out all the time and like we have no pictures together
1: yeah we really don't which is we actually so weird it's sad. i know it is sad like but hey i tried to solve that you and did. that's a funny story too you had to tell that story this is
0: pretty hilarious
1: <laughs> okay so because we have no pictures together which you actually instigated it like the week before our sermon group she was like we need to get a picture of like all of us together. We don't have any pictures together. And so we were like, okay, we're going to do it, but then we were like this is not the week. Like, we, I don't know why. For some reason that week we either we're missing people. I think a couple people were out of we town. And so we're like, we'll do it next week. And then the next week rolls around. And I'm like, okay, perfect timing. We just found out we're pregnant. This is how we're going to tell all of them. So I'm like, we'll just say, like, you know, this is, like, the classic, easiest yeah. way to go about it. We're like, I'm going to take a picture. It'll actually be a video. We'll say, hey, we're pregnant, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, <clears throat> this particular sermon night, we had one person missing, too. I think Parker was out of town. And we were, like, planning to do it. Me and Brian I had told him, like, he knew He had the video ready, all the things. And I'm like, okay, guys, let's take a picture. And Sadie was like, well, Parker's missing. You know, like, maybe we should wait. And I was like, yeah, but look at Elise are here. They're not always here. Like, let's just take it. It'll be great. No. So the time kept passing. I mentioned it, like, three times. No one was, like, catching on. I was like, okay, this is not going to work. I didn't
0: (laughs) know why I was like that. I was just like, no. Well,
1: it was was crazy. Like, I think Honey was running around. Like, it was just, like, kind of an off night anyways, I think. And I think we had like already eaten dinner. We were like, it was like we were gonna wrap it up, and I had like been nervous to do it, so I was like pushing it off a little bit. And we we're getting ready to wrap it up, and then for whatever reason, I kept mentioning the picture, and everyone was kind of like, I don't really. I think we like no one like felt cute either. Yeah. Like I don't want the picture. Yeah. We like sure. like <laughs> we're like in our pajamas. We're like, nah, probably not. So then I'm like, okay, we got to pivot, and I told Brian, I was like, we have to do it now because if it was like if we we were all gonna be out of town. Following that, so yeah. it was like either now or wait a month or something. I was like, I can't wait that long to tell them. So then I was like, We got to pivot, I'm gonna do it <laughs> during <laughs> the prayer request. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, like Hey, will y'all pray for a future baby? And I'm like texting Brian, I'm like, Is that okay with you? Blah, blah blah You still got a video? All these things. He's like, Yeah, that's fine, just do it. And so then I'm like, all right, let's do like prayer requests. And like, does anybody have any prayer requests? And one of our friends goes into like, <laughs> like a pretty serious.
0: It is very serious
1: prayer request. Oh, it's gonna make me cry laugh. Um, like a very serious prayer request. And so then, like, I'm like, okay. And then I'm like anybody else.
0: <laughs> <You're hoping> <laughs> else to go, like, That's not as serious. Yeah, like you obviously you know you I'm. That?
1: Yes, that uh, yeah. I just needed something like a little bit of a buffer there. So I'm like anybody else, <laughs> you know. And then it's just quiet, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is just not this is not good. But I got to do it. Like now's the time I got to do it. So I'm like okay. Um, And I think I started out in, like, a super serious voice, too, because (laughs) I was like, I don't know how to follow that, like, all happy. So then I was like, I was just going to ask if y'all would start praying for um, our baby. And then everyone, of course, was like, oh, my
0: gosh. We all (laughs) freaked out. We were so happy and shocked. And then we all just started laughing because we were like we we're all like, just had to what, acknowledge what just, what just happened is. in the way that it just was said. It was honestly hilarious. It was, Thankfully, we're yeah. all really close to where our friend was laughing, too. Yes. It was like, she actually started crying. Yeah, no, she was, like, <laughs> so <laughs> excited. She was like, forget what I just said. We'll pray <laughs> about that later. Like, this is so important. So that was so awesome. Yeah, our yeah. sermon squad is awesome. And if you haven't ever heard us talk about sermon squad, we just get together on Wednesday nights, which recently through the summer and us having a baby. We've so been a little crazy. bit uh, yeah. scattered with that, but get together on Wednesday nights, watch a sermon together. Everybody brings food. Sometimes yes. we don't watch a sermon. Sometimes we just play cards and hang out, but we call ourselves sermon squad. Yes. And I think it's really sweet because there've been times in my past, like even in high school and stuff where I feel like I have like more pictures with friends and memories. Yeah. But I can truly say I have so many more memories with all the pictures. Sure. Like yeah. we have so many funny memories and yes. not a lot of pictures. So like look back on but I would rather look back and be like think about this night and that Absolutely. night and all the things that we've done and Absolutely. we still have spend the night parties we even do. though we're adults sometimes the guys will go stay the night with each other because they're all best friends and the girls will and it's a blessing for it sure. is
1: it's so fun it's so special and sweet to have that and really I think the fact that we don't have any pictures is like a sweet thing too because it just shows that we're in the moment and not worried about like I don't know, it's capturing strange. it. It's just we're yeah. enjoying each other's company. And-
0: None of us are very, and you might be surprised listening to this um, because if you follow me on Instagram, I have a large following on Instagram, but I'm not really into social media, yeah. and all, all of us are kind of like yeah. that. No one's, like, super on it. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of, I don't think anyone in our friend group probably has Snapchat that yeah. really uses it, yeah. you know, like yeah. nobody has a camera out, yeah. you know, so we don't really think about it. And then most of all of our pictures are of Honey anyways, yes. because she's that like everyone's true. kid. She's,
1: she's our mascot. She That's is why. our she's mascot. A, our groupie. And or now something. we're about to have <laughs> a
0: lot more babies, obviously, yes. so tell everyone a little bit about your life, um, your husband, your life right now, just so people can get to know you.
1: Yes, so um, I was actually grew up on a farm in Mississippi, not too far from here. Um, I was homeschooled. I have three older brothers, one younger brother. So I was the only girl. I feel like that contributes to a lot of my attributes and just the way that I handle teasing and different things like that. <laughs> Probably pretty pretty good, good at it. I feel husband, like yes.
0: very
1: into he's, that. He is. He's a teaser for sure. Um, And then, yes, I'm married to my husband, Bryant, who works out at Camp Chioka. I don't know if y'all have ever heard of that, but it's a sweet, sweet camp um, in Calhoun. It's where we really, what made us love Louisiana so much, um, I started coming summer of 2015, which is where we initially met, Um, and then came every summer after that. Like, just fell in love with it and um, really, like, grew so much there and, had so many people pour into me in my life and, um, just loved it. And so then the next summer, Brian and I weren't officially dating yet, but I brought him with me and he loved it and met some of his lifelong friends there too. Reeves and Jackson and all those people who we're still friends with and just forever friendships really is what we made at camp. And so it was just a really sweet place. And we came back as junior staff and then counselors and all the things and that's kind of what brought us to Louisiana initially then we went back to Missouri obviously finished up our college um and then once Bryant had graduated that May um and I graduated in December and then so we had kind of been praying about like Lord what do you want us to do where do you want us to be um and really our prayer was just like if wherever you want us just like please open doors and wherever you don't want us please close those doors and so
0: wo or just text woe to five hundred five hundred that's audible a u d I b l dot com slash woe or text woe to five hundred five hundred to try audible for free for thirty days. Yeah, that's just hard. So I'm excited for the no mess. KiwiCo offers kids a chance to get outside and explore screen-free with projects like the Bottle Rocket Kit from the Summer Adventure Series. They can turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. Every Summer Adventure Series with KiwiCo is a personalized experience that includes real engineering, science, and art projects. And you'll be impressed with how high-quality all the materials are, everything we've gotten from KiwiCo has been absolutely amazing and such high quality. I know sometimes it can be hard to find creative, engaging ways to keep your kids away from the screens and just having fun, but KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can focus on spending fun and quality time tackling projects together. The KiwiCo Summer Adventure Series is personalized to your family and can be received all at once or weekly for six weeks depending on your schedule. If you like it all at once, that's great, or space it out a little bit. Build the best summer ever with KiwiCo, get 20% off your summer adventure series at KiwiCo.com slash Sadie Rob Summer. That's 20% off your summer adventure at KiwiCo, K-I-W-I-C-O.com slash Sadie Rob Summer. Um, Really started like praying
1: through that and the Lord just continually kept opening all these doors for us to come back to Louisiana, um, which is funny because like, I initially, Bryant was like all excited about it and I was very hesitant. I was like, I don't know, like we're moving somewhere new, like just as scary and like away from our families and all these things. And um, then by the time like it came time to like make the decision and move, I just had so much peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like both more, we started out so opposite. Like he was like, we're definitely going. And I was like, I really don't know. And then it was like, by the time it came time for us to move, we were at such a middle ground of like, we, we could stay or we could go, but we prayed for the Lord to open these doors and he did. So we're going to be faithful and go. Um, and so that was just really sweet. And the Lord has obviously blessed us so much Mm -hmm. since being here with like friends that we had prayed years for. Um, And just like a community of people like minded people to get to do life with was like such a big prayer and something that we didn't have um, a ton of in our hometown and our hometown that we were living in in Missouri and doing college in is like a very big college town. So there's a lot of that atmosphere. And so a lot of people at the college age, I felt like at least in our town, didn't take their relationship with the Lord seriously, you know. And so it was hard to find friendships that felt really, like, deep or rooted or had, like, more than just a surface level. And I have my few and my far between that I had, and they were the best, and I'm still really close to them. But um, it was just hard to find a good community there, especially for, like, both of us.
0: Yeah.
1: Moving here, the Lord has blessed us so much with that, and that's just been really, really sweet and something that, like... Every time I think about it, I get emotional. Like, every time I would see Reeves and Lydia worshiping on stage at church, I would get emotional because it just was, like, such a blessing and such an answered prayer that, like, for years I had prayed for, and now it's coming to fruition, and, like, I just don't want to take it for granted. Yeah, that's awesome. So, I don't know. I got off on a rabbit trail there. but that's perfect.
0: um, I think that gives so much context for where y'all are at now. And I think it really is cool that, what One thing you said when you were like, we were praying that God would open the doors or shut the doors. Like one thing that I learned from you and that I, we've had great conversations about is like being prayerful about making decisions. Yeah. And you and Bryant certainly were for here. And I think that it's cool that you'll have this desire for godly friendships yeah. and community. And you are seeing that. That wasn't necessarily happening there, and you had definitely had some great friends who you're still friends with, but overall as a culture. and yet y'all had seen something here just from camp and camp being here and stuff that you were like, okay, maybe we could find that there, and then you you took a step of faith to come. And so one thing that I know you've been talking about lately is just that act of surrender and what that looks like whenever you don't know what's on the other side of something. Because I was talking to Christian about this the other day. We were talking about a decision that we have to make, And he was like, well, we don't want to do this yet because X, Y, and Z. And I was like, here's the thing. Like, this decision is always going to require faith. Mm -hmm. Like, even if we got X, Y, and Z, would it really change your mind? Like, I was like, it's going to require faith. So we have to ask ourselves, like, is this something that we can surrender the fear, surrender... um, the money that it's going to take, the the faith and all that kind of stuff, and just say, you know what, God, even without this, like because you said it, we're going to do it. We're yeah. going to go, which is a hard place to get to. It is. Easier said in that little 30 seconds of this, this, and that yeah. than actually living that out. Yeah. So talk to me about what surrenders looked like in your life lately yeah. and what you've been learning about that.
1: Yeah, so this past year, I feel like the Lord has really like, just called me into this place of having to relearn surrender. And I feel like it's something that we're constantly learning, maybe in different capacities of whatever our life looks like at the time. But for me personally, um, like just with all the fear that comes with having a child, like, obviously it's so exciting and so beautiful and so precious, but then you start thinking about all the things to be worried about financially. And am I going to be a good mom? And what if I need to switch my job because now I have a baby and my baby's my priority now. And like all of the questions and all of the what ifs and all of the fear that come with just uncharted territory, something I've never done before. Um, we've talked a lot about firsts before and how like we need to give ourselves grace for like the first time you do something because it's just hard and you're learning and it's difficult. But um, through all that, I feel like the Lord has just taken me on this journey of like relearning, surrender, and honestly like very practically for me that has looked like okay some days I'm gonna let my I'm gonna set a timer on my phone for 15 minutes I'm gonna let myself worry about this for 15 minutes and when that 15 minutes is up I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna recite a psalms or I'm gonna go get busy about something else and if my mind wants to go back to it then I'm gonna go back to that psalms and I'm just gonna repeat that over and over like I'm going to like find practical ways to be like okay lord i'm gonna let myself have 15 minutes to worry about it because i'm human and i'm gonna worry about it so i'm gonna give myself the time to have my emotions but then i'm like if i really want to surrender this then i'm gonna do it in a way that this plays out practically so here's my 15 minutes now when that's up i'm focusing on you i'm gonna go do the laundry i'm gonna go do the dishes but if my mind starts to wander and get worried again then then the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want <laughs> so I don't, yeah. you know like like just practically walking that out because I feel like it's so easy to say like oh I'm gonna surrender this I'm gonna surrender this yeah. and like you said so much easier said than done but sometimes we really have to just get like practical about like okay what does that actually look like That's how good. do I actually do it and so for me that was what I did um And I feel like it worked and it helps me. I love that. Um, And I'm like definitely at a better place now with just like all of that worry and all of the unknown. Because there is, there's so much unknown in pregnancy too. Like even now, like she could come any day and she'd be fine. But also like, I have no idea what that would look like. Or like, you know, like there's just so much unknown to that. So just like really trusting. And then, sorry, see, there's my deep breath. And then (laughs) putting my feet where my mouth is and just saying, like, I'm going to walk this out. Like, that's I'm great. actually going to do it. And yes. that's what it looks like.
0: So. That is so good. I love that. I've actually never heard of that. Like, taking 15 minutes and, like, allowing yourself that because you are human and you're yeah. going to feel that. But even, like, um, like God being a part of that, you know, yeah. that 15 minutes. And... And then reading. It's not like, here's my 15 minutes of human, and then I'll go do a God thing. Like, I love that it's like God's with you in that and in the worry and hearing that, and He cares for those things and wants to take those burdens. And now let's cover it with truth, you know? I kind of had a moment like that yesterday where um, one of our friends went through just something extremely tragic, and I was just, like, distraught over Mm -hmm. it. And I called Steph. I was like, hey, I'm not going to come in this morning because I just need to, like, I just need to be with my girls and yeah. I just need to like think about this and everything. And she was like, and then I was like, kind of scattered and stressed. And she said, so like you need to go sit with the Lord. Yeah. And it was really good encouragement because, you know, you say like, oh, I need to be with the Lord, mm-hmm. or I need, to, I need to pray about this, I need to be with the Lord. But then to actually like go and do it is another thing. Yeah. And I can be very like, oh, in passing, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, Okay, God, like on my way to go get Haven's like, okay, God, I need you to be with me right now. Blah, 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 like I love yeah. you. Blah, blah, but it's like no. She's like, you need to go. You need to sit with the Lord, and you need to process what yeah. just happened. And my rocking chair is like my place to do that. Yeah. Like I just, if if anybody ever saw me in a rocking chair, you'd be <laughs> like, you crazy, because I'm just like literally talking out loud to God. But like that's my place. I feel yeah. like I feel like I'm going and like sitting to talk to my dad, like in yeah. relationship. And so I went out there. And I just got so emotional and I was so mad and I was just like, why would you do that? How could you do that? Like, I know that the why question isn't important, but right now it feels necessary. Like, just like giving it all out. And then as I kept talking, like, I just got to this place where I was just like, but God, like, this world is not our home. Yeah. You are our hope, yeah. and like if it wasn't for you, we would have no hope yeah. at this fallen world. And like all of a sudden, like my language started to shift, and it wasn't that I wanted it even to shift and it wasn't I tried it was just that I couldn't help it because as I sat with him I was beginning to see his character I was beginning to see his hand in it and so I love that it's like putting your feet where your mouth is like not just saying I'll pray not just saying I need to be with the Lord not just saying I need to surrender this but like get up walk outside sit in your rocking chair set your timer for 15 (laughs) minutes and work it (laughs) out you know because I think if I didn't do that I would have not I would have not moved on you know that day and maybe not even today you know we would have still been in that anger and that mad yeah. and that resentment. And then I got to the place of like you're my living hope, you yeah. know. And so I love that you shared that. There's such a practicality to walking life with God, Absolutely. you know. Um and so that is so good. And you brought up the first thing, which I think Yeah. It's really good that we've, we've talked about and not a lot of people probably even know, um, have maybe even heard that before. I think it was something that my counselor said. I can't remember. But mm-hmm. she was talking about how, like, you have to give yourself grace because mm-hmm. almost every season of your life, you're experiencing something for the first time. Yeah. And especially with, like, a baby. Like, it's yeah. your first time to be pregnant. It's your first time to have a baby. It's your first time to have to like be a mom and all these things. But even in just life, like it's your first time to go to college. It's your first time to be a junior in college. It's your first time. (laughs) Like there's always going to be something that you're doing for the first time. And so you have to give yourself grace to like learn how to do things, you know? And so I love that you brought that up. Yeah. Um, And on that note, during that conversation that you're referring to, me and Grace were, like, on our way back from the LA Local Bible Study one night, and we just got into this conversation on, like, your first time and giving yourself grace because you had just kind of been, like, I feel like overthinking and being hard on yourself in this season. So do you want to share a little bit about that? Because I think that is so relatable to yes. what so many people feel yes. any time they're going through something for the yeah. first time.
1: Yeah, so really just that, that and there's actually another conversation that I'm thinking of, too, that I don't know if you remember, but... um, I had had a really hard day at work and it was like my first time having a hard day in this capacity that I had oh, it yes, at. yes, I do remember. Um, and that was actually when you shared it with me about the, you were like, you know, I had basically just poured my guts out there. I think I was crying. I'd like spilled it all out to y'all. Um, and I was like, I was just struggling with feeling like, what could I have done better? What could I have done more? Um, and just like feeling inadequate and also just feeling like, like that was so hard. How do I navigate just the emotions of what I just saw and how do I process and just all the things. And so I don't think you um, said to a
0: nurse. Yes, yes.
1: I'm, I'm a nurse. I love my job. Um, but sometimes it's very hard and sometimes it's really emotional and very sad and, and most of the time it's beautiful and sweet. Um, but sometimes it's really hard too. And so I had a really hard day, um, at work and like, I think this had been days after, too. Like, it had taken me a while to even just be able to talk about um, talk about it. But by the time I finally did, I, like, shared it with y'all. And Sadie had just encouraged me and like, it's okay to, like, have a first and not do it perfect. Like, it's okay to have a first time, whatever it may be, and fail and mess up and miss a step or even just feel inadequate or whatever that looks like because our we can't expect we're human you know like we can't expect ourselves to get it right on the first time but god god's grace fills in the gaps where we fall short and if yep. we're trusting on him and leaning in him like leaning on him yep. um then like there is grace to cover yes. that and so like and that goes right along with the overthinking too like just overthinking, like, every, like, I could replay every little piece of that day and, like, all the events that happened and all the ways I felt inadequate and, like, all the ways I wanted to do better and be better next time and all the things and, like, but that doesn't necessarily fix anything for the yeah. future. Like, what, what does actually help me for the future is realizing, like, okay, the Lord gave me grace in those moments and how can I actually, like, go back and look at that day instead of seeing all the things that I did wrong and, how can I look at that day and see all the times that God gave me grace for That's where good. I was falling short? Yeah. And so, like, just kind of reframing your thinking and just, like, giving giving yourself the grace that you would give other people. Yeah. You know, like, so many times I feel like I'm so quick to give other people grace, but then if it were me, I'd be like, oh man, I yeah. should have done better. I should have yeah. whatever. You know, like, I don't have that same grace for myself, but God does. And yeah. so, like, if I can just see it through that lens. Good.
0: Um, Sometimes you got to think about what you would say to someone else. Yes. Because it's like, oh, I would totally if anybody else said that I'd be like, You're fine, you're doing a great job. This is your first time I experienced that. But then to me you're like, what is wrong with you? Get it together, you know, all that stuff. So much easier to to have that for other people and
1: and and for whatever reason not for ourselves. Yeah. But two just seeing I think I think another thing is just seeing the big picture. Like and I thought about this not that long ago of like (laughs) I don't know why I thought about this not that long ago but my grandma I always used to watch Bob Ross with her. And he would that always make awesome. those, like, little happy accidents, yeah. you know. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Bob Ross, but if you haven't, he would, like, make a mistake on his painting, and he'd call it a happy accident. But, like, every time at the end, the painting was so beautiful. Yeah. And so, like, even when we mess up, like... It's good. If you can look, if you can step back and look at the big picture, like, am I living my life for Christ? Am I being faithful where he's calling me to be faithful? If I'm doing these things then, like, the big picture, I'm going to I'm gonna mess up because I'm human. Yeah. I'm going to fall short of the glory of God. I'm going to sin, all of these things. Even in Christ, I'm going to do all those things. But, like, if I'm repenting, if I'm asking for forgiveness, if I'm still coming back to the feet of Jesus, and, like, my life's goal is to live for the Lord, if my life's goal is to share the gospel and, like, love others well and do all these things, then, like, big picture is it's going to be beautiful. Even with all my happy little accidents, you know, like it's going to be pretty because the Lord's grace has covered it and he's the one that's orchestrating it. And he's the one that's painting the picture. Even, even with all of our mistakes, even with all of our shortcomings.
0: Come on with that (laughs) analogy. That is so good. I love that so much. You're so right. Like look at the bigger picture and maybe think about when you're talking about how it's the first time. And sometimes like, we think we, we don't have room to fail, we don't have room yeah. to learn, we don't have room to grow. Um, for me, it's not even so much, like, yes, I get disappointed in myself, but I also get, like, fearful that, like, God's disappointed in me, mm-hmm. and that's, like, the heaviest thing. Yeah. I was thinking about... um how you know I was just watching a video of a dad teaching his daughter to ride a bike and it was just so sweet because she like has her little knee pads on her (laughs) elbow pads she's got the helmet she's decked out like this girl is not gonna get hurt and she's starting to go she's so nervous and the dad is like so proud he's just like guiding her and then he kind of lets her go for a little bit and she's like so proud she's riding but odds are like she's probably gonna fall like it's the first time she's ever ridden a bike but like she's gonna fall but she's not gonna get hurt and the dad is still so proud that she even tried, you know? Yeah. And I was thinking about that like in the context of God. Like when we go out for the first time, yeah. like God's leading us in faith to do something. Yeah. Like there's gonna be a moment where it's gonna feel scary. You're gonna be like, oh my gosh, I've never done this before. But like you're guarded. Yeah. Like you're covered. Like yeah. you you might fall, but you're not gonna get hurt, yeah. you know? And so I just was thinking about that as you were explaining that and just think that's a really beautiful picture of who God is. Yeah. Um I love that you're a nurse. I Love it. I love that I have a friend that's a nurse. I love hearing your stories. I think it's just so sweet. And I just love nurses because (laughs) they just like changed my life in the hospital whenever I had both my kids. Like they just made it the best experience. And I just, it's so cool to think you get to do that for other moms. And we've talked about before that message Louie Giglio preached about passion, purpose, and designer jeans. And yeah, he was mainly focusing on that verse, whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. And you like exemplify that so well. And I think so many people, um, especially because church culture is like, what are you called to? What are you called to? And sometimes that you can get in your head and be like, well, is it okay to, that God like calls me to be a nurse, to be a teacher. Like it might not be ministry, but like all things are ministry, right? right? And we talk about that a lot. So talk to me about just like, your calling and um because I think that people like way overthink that word speaking of overthinking and um and how it doesn't just mean that you have to be a nurse that can be anything but you're using it right now as a nurse absolutely
1: so even for me recently like since finding out I was pregnant um and like feeling my Priorities just shift a little bit towards my baby and what that looks like for me at work. And I work three 12-hour shifts right now, which is great because it allows me a lot of flexibility. Um, But it also is just 12 hours away from my baby when she's here. And so um, I was just like thinking through that. And I'm like, man, I've always felt called to be a nurse, actually. Um, Like I've always felt called to this since I was 12 years old, we had dear friends who had a baby in the NICU and we went to visit them. And from that moment on, I was like, I'm going to be a NICU nurse. And now I am. And that's so cool to just see God's hand on that and how he placed that on my heart. But I had to kind of come to a place of like, okay, I've always felt called to this. And so then I think I kind of got stuck in that of like, Mm -hmm. But I've always felt called to this. Like, yeah. like, is it okay if when my baby comes, eventually I do something else? Yeah. Like, what does it look like when my kid's going to be in school? Yeah. Like, what do all these things look like future-wise? And what if it means I'm not a nurse anymore? And, yeah. like, what does that look like? Or if I'm not, maybe I'm a nurse, but maybe I'm not an NICU nurse. Yeah. And that's the specific one I felt called to or whatever. And so really just kind of realizing that, like, the again, like, it goes back to the big picture thing. Like, if my life is lived for christ that is my first calling like that is that is my my like close hand like not going to change like every single day if i'm living my life for the lord if i'm sharing christ with people if i'm loving people well if i'm praying for them if i'm doing all these things like then whatever i do like it falls under that umbrella and it can and like god allows it to like He may have called me to be an inky nurse. I believe that he did. And I believe that he did for this time right now. But if later he calls me to something else, then that's okay too. Like my calling is to listen to whatever he has called me to. (laughs) And so that can change. Like if he, if, if for this season it's this, and if for another season it's something else, like that's going to be great and beautiful too, because it's something that he's called me to. So I think it's just like realizing that like, what is your first priority and yeah. and what really is your calling? Like, if your calling is to be a follower of Christ, follower of Christ and live that out well, then, like, what Anything. does that look like in yeah. any season, you know? And I
0: think that, like, your calling is, yes, like, it's the first things first. Like, you're a yeah. follower of Christ. is to give glory to God in all yeah. that you do and bring people to Him. So if that's, like, your calling, then... It, maybe it can be said, wherever God leads you yes. to do that, yeah, end, that's probably better then reason. you can, because I think that, but that's how we all say it, yeah. you know, it's like calling, calling, and it's right. confusing because you're like, right. I'm called to this, I'm yes. to that, blah. and sometimes you can feel like they're in contradiction yes. with, with each other, but I think it's more like you're called to live a life for Christ, right. you're called to live in obedience for Him, and go and tell yes. you know the whole world yes. about the good news of the gospel. And then God will then lead you yes. down the path that's for your life. Yes. Like maybe to be a nurse. Maybe yeah. to be a teacher. Yeah. Maybe to be a preacher. Yeah. Maybe to be a podcast host. Yeah. Whatever it is that God calls you to or leads you to, yeah, you will do your calling yes. wherever you're led. Yes. And I think that that is like, that just takes all the pressure off of trying Absolutely. to like figure out yeah. if I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. It's like, I can know in confidence I'm doing the right thing. If I can say I'm following Jesus yep. with all my heart, I'm leading people to Him. I'm telling people about the good news. Yep. I can say in confidence I'm doing that and I'm yep. doing that right where God has me yep. and where my feet are planted. And so, like you can go to bed at night knowing like I'm fulfilling my calling, yes. not because you're in the job that you want right. you and to. And that's so
1: in. good too because then it's not circumstantial. Yes, you can't like, lose it's not, it. Yeah, you can't you can't lose that calling. Yes. Like you can't lose that, that initial. Make,
0: that wouldn't even make sense. Right? Like, we could lose our calling yes. because. What'd because we lost hired, our job, you know? right? Or we,
1: yeah. What if exactly. they just
0: had to let you off? Like, what if they were like, what if the hospital shut down? They're like, we had right. to let you off. And then you were like, did I just lose my calling? Right. Yeah. Like, that's too big for it's that. Too, like, yeah. your purpose is too massive exactly. for your calling to be based off your circumstances. Yeah. Like, if your circumstances change, it doesn't mean your call changes. Yeah. If you, if, if the hospital shut down tomorrow, yeah. you could do what you're called to do in your home. Exactly. You know, and I yep. think that that is a really good way to lay it out because, yeah. man, I have so many conversations like this with especially people in their 20s, like yeah. trying to figure out what they're called to so that they don't miss it. And right. they're thinking like, if I choose the wrong major, yeah. if I get the wrong job, if I don't get the job yeah. because they chose someone else, yeah. they think that's like where their calling lies. Yeah. And it's like, no, like your, your calling is bigger than that. It's bigger than a job title. It's bigger, it, It's to give, it's to follow Jesus and to lead others to him. So I love that. And it's-
1: don't miss the like, don't miss that you can do it wherever you are, wherever you are. Like really just don't miss that because it's so easy to, to like, I feel like just give ourselves excuses of like, well, I'm going to choose this major and I'm going to do this and I'm going to give God glory. But like, if that is the bottom line, if that's your goal, then like do that and do that as you're choosing your major, do that as you're, you know, like and be intentional about it. I guess that's what's, like, so easy to miss. is just the intentionality part it's of, so like... so true. Like, I don't know. I Even when I first started working, I was like, man, I, I like, I want to be the hands of feet in Jesus in my workplace. Like, how do I do that? I am a NICU nurse, so I work with babies, so I'm not getting to share the gospel with them, but how do I, like, practically live that out? Well, I pray over my babies every single day. Like, I'm praying for their health. I'm praying that they would come to know the Lord one day. I'm praying that, like, lots of babies in the NICU, like or babies in general just don't come from good family situations. Like, I'm praying over their family. I'm praying, like, all these things for their future that I'm never going to see the fruit of, and that's so okay, but, like, I'm yeah. still choosing to be intentional about yeah. what I can do with where I am, even if it looks different, yeah. like, totally different than maybe even where I'm going to be in a different season yeah. or, like, where I'm going to be next week. Like, do it in the grocery store. Do It, it doesn't have to even be, like, ministry-related. Yeah, like, even so in relationships, like, Everywhere, anywhere, all the time.
0: I love that. Everywhere, anywhere, all the time. (laughs) I also think, you know, even for people listening, for those who are doctors and nurses, I think about doctors and nurses a lot. And I like think about them and pray for them because I'm like, y'all are positioned in such amazing such an amazing place where it's a hard place the hospital is not amazing in in the sense that hard things happen in it but an amazing place where y'all can intercede for families who are going through hard things and so it's like if doctors and nurses have like a revival in their heart and maybe they can't say it out loud because that might be inappropriate but they can literally pray over these families they can bring them to to god bring them to the throne room and i'm like that's a really powerful thought you know and so y'all are just placed in such a unique place and an important place and i i love that um gosh, you've said so many good things. I'm like I'm like trying to make sure I don't miss anything that you talked about and that you said. Um I'm sure I, I'm sure I have and I'll, I'll have to have you back on the podcast. Good thing I know where to That's find you. That's right. You know where to um, find me. But I do want to I do want to hit on this because you do have like such a funny humor and you just make me laugh. But you sent me a, a like meme the other day that I was like this is so our life. And it's like people it was something about like people who choose not to laugh at farts are really like the worst because you're choosing to have the same amount of farts as everyone else, but less laughter. And it was something along those lines. And I was like, you know what? That's so real. And that is just really sad. But but on that note, you do laugh at everything. You have like the best laugh. And my mom always like would tell us like, don't be, don't be selfish with your laugh. Like she would always tell us like, if somebody says something funny, like laugh at them, like don't be selfish or send you with That's your sweet. laugh yeah. like it makes people feel good when you yes. laugh with them and laugh at them and like you are the best like person to just laugh <laughs> at whatever and so where does that come from is that just a part of your personality do you choose joy um what where does that come from in your life and even just like the laughing at the nonsense that yes you
1: yes um truly this goes back to my upbringing a little bit and I feel like growing up with all brothers because boys are just like that they just think it's hilarious to fart and they think it's hilarious to <laughs> make poop jokes or like whatever like and so I think a lot of that humor comes from them and then my dad is like the biggest dad joke person like all the <laughs> puns awesome. all the things um and so probably a lot of it stems from that like rooted in that but also just choosing, yeah choosing to have the joy choosing to laugh at the silly things the stupid things the embarrassing things that we do like oh my gosh the amount of times we embarrass ourselves like but it's so much more fun if you just laugh at it, yeah. you know, like so much more enjoyable and actually less embarrassing if yes, you
0: just choose just to laugh, laugh at, at it. it. Like it's actually like it's it actually, actually the fixes worst it a little bit when like, you don't laugh at it, because then it's more embarrassing, and yes. it's like your pride won't let you laugh at it. And then later yes. you're laying in bed, you're like, oh, I'm so dumb. Like, why yes. didn't I just laugh at it? have been way yes. funnier for everyone. Involved. Exactly.
1: And like this is he may kill me for saying this, but my husband always says that like the most embarrassing thing is an unintentional fart. Like if you if you fart intentionally, it's not that embarrassing because, like, you're just going to laugh at it. it. But if it's unintentional, then you're, like, caught off guard and you're like, oh, that's actually embarrassing. (laughs) But if (laughs) you just... And I always tell him, like, but if you just laugh either way, like, no one would ever know, you know? But he's like, but I'm caught off guard. Like, I can't laugh about it because I'm like, oh, like, I didn't (laughs) mean to do that. That is hilarious. Just, like, just laugh at all of it. No one's going to know. It's way better to have the joy and just...
0: I love it. I think that's so good though because a lot of people just do take life way too seriously yes. and that's not to say that serious things don't happen in life i think yes. that the the point is so many serious things do happen in life yes. that you have to it laugh to it's to laugh. like whenever like my mom used to say you gotta laugh to keep from crying yeah you know and absolutely. like you say that in funny moments but it's like no really a lot of times you do yeah. have to laugh to keep from crying yeah. like last night i posted that story on my instagram because like that i mentioned was so it was funny. a hard I day and i was just like singing <laughs> and which i like don't record myself seeing. I just was doing it because I love that song and, like, yeah. the words were, like, ringing so true. Yeah. And so I was, like, I'm just going to record myself saying this. This is truth to me. Yeah. And then Christian walks in. And he's, like, Christ, my love. He's, like, singing the song, like, trying so high. And he's, like, trying to match the tone. And then I just, like, fade out. And he's just there, like, all my days and my nights. It was, like, so funny. But I started laughing, and it was just so good to just, like, laugh. Yeah. And I think sometimes we're like, oh, we can't laugh because this is too hard. Yeah. We can't laugh. And you almost feel, like, guilty for yeah. laughing. But I think that God gave us the amazing capacity as humans to uh, rejoice yeah. and to mourn. And we've yeah. talked about that even. Um about
1: and I will say, like, laughter has saved me and Bryant from so many fights. Oh,
0: that that <laughs> like, is If
1: you can laugh in the middle of an argument, like you're gonna be like, Okay, like we're oh, yeah. fighting over something silly or like whatever. But like it really does save you from so many, not only awkward moments, but just moments of like Coming back down to earth and being like, okay, this really isn't that big of a deal. Like, okay, I'm actually upset over literally nothing. It's like, so you know, true. like, let me just humble myself a little bit. Oh, like,
0: it does take
1: humbling. So it takes, it takes a lot of the pressure off things. that brings, good. like, joy back into the situation, brings you back down to earth, humbles you a little bit. <laughs> like.
0: We all need a little <laughs> humble pie. Yes. Uh, but actually, when me and Christian were dating, we always asked couples, like, what's your best piece of marriage advice? Yeah. And someone said, they're like, there will always be a moment in every argument that something funny happens, and you're gonna feel like, don't laugh. Like, yeah. don't laugh. <laughs> like, you're gonna feel this, like, yes. like this thing rising and yeah. tell you, like, do not laugh. <laughs> Jintai said, when that happens just well, laugh yeah. like it will it so will true. stop the so argument yeah. and it is so true like That's you know so it true. like even as i'm saying it, you're like yes, yes. Like, there is a moment Can and you like try to fight it you're argument.
1: like oh it's not funny i know but.
0: So it's not funny Like you try to even look at them because <laughs> you're like i cannot i cannot laugh right now i actually we had a moment that i'll just be completely honest we were having an argument the other day and um I said something that was funny, but I was not ready to laugh, (laughs) and I knew I was about to laugh, and I just opened the door, and I, like, walked outside for a second, and I was like, I can't get this up yet, I can't get this up yet, and it's like, no, just laugh, like, just get it over with, you know, and so, because it's just, you know, most of the time, it's just a silly thing anyways, and you need a laugh. So yes. I love that. I think that that laughter really is like the best medicine it sometimes. Is. And it's just good yes. for the soul. Yes. Um, the last thing I want to ask you about is kind of a hard topic, but on the, on the note of being able to rejoice with those who rejoice and yeah. mourn with those who mourn. We talked about this, like we are walking through see, like so many different seasons with all of our friends, like, yeah. and especially when it comes around the topic of pregnancy, yeah. like some of our friends are getting pregnant. Some of our friends are waiting to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Some of our friends have recently miscarried. Some of our friends are walking through um, really hard things with pregnancy. And some of us are walking through really sweet things. And it's been a very interesting balance of rejoicing with those who rejoice and mourning with those who mourn. And so can you speak to that a little bit? Because I know you're sitting here and you're pregnant. So obviously, like this is a huge blessing and we're excited, but also you've been walking with friends who aren't. And so can you speak to that a little bit? Because I think a lot of people are probably in that stage where it's like maybe something good is happening for them and hard for a friend, or maybe they're the friend that they're in the hard season and their friend is walking through something good. Just speak to that a little bit because I think that that's the thing that a lot of people walk through. Yeah, I think that really it just looks like whatever
1: you can do to be a good friend in that season so every season for friendship is going to look different yeah um and how do you love and support your friends well regardless of what they're walking through even the mundane days like sometimes it's just like hey here's ten dollars on memo go get yourself a coffee you know like that could just be an everyday thing it doesn't have to be a happy or sad moment but then in the happy moments in the sad moments like i think it really comes down to realizing like my friends successes are mine in a way too because like I love them and I want them to succeed So then, when they succeed like that's a joy for me too and like why would I let anyone steal that from me like that's just another reason to be happy that's That's just another reason to like give God glory so if my friend's going through a season of like something really joyful then I want to celebrate them well and I want to be there to like realize that like this can be my joy too like I can share with that in that with you and like escalate your joy by just being joyful with you and like being excited for you and being happy for you and then the same thing in like hard times I think like a lot of times for this the times that are hard like people are hesitant to walk through their friends with that because it's it's a burden on you too like it it if you really do bear one another's burdens like it can feel burdensome to walk through something really hard with someone But there's so much beauty in it because God teaches us so much about, like, ourselves and about sorrow, like, and, like, all of these things as we do it and just, like, realizing that you would want that too if it was you going through the hard time. And so just being willing to, like, sit with people in silence, cry with people, like, like, do the uncomfortable things, talk about the uncomfortable things, or maybe not talk about the uncomfortable things if they don't want that, like, but just being willing to just be there, um, and I think one of, one of the reasons we do is because we would want that, we would need that if it was us going through that, but also just, we're called to it, we're called to bear one another's burdens, and then just practically, like, how does that look? It's gonna be different. I feel like it's different for every person, what they need, but, like, just being willing to say like, okay, yes, Lord, I'm going to I'm gonna try my best to love this person well in this season, even if I don't do it perfectly, yeah. even if I, you know, like say the wrong things, do the wrong things, like just give me grace to cover that because I want to love my friend well yeah. in this hard season.
0: It's so good. It goes back to that word you used earlier, intentionality. Yeah. Like it starts with intentionality and intentionality can cover a load of, yeah. um, kind of like mishaps. Like, yeah. you know, if you're being intentional and you accidentally say the wrong thing, right. like I feel like people see your art and they're like, yeah. like they're here, yeah. you know? And um, I feel like when it's truly like your friend, like even if you say the wrong thing, they'll just be yeah. like, hey, that's actually not really yeah. helpful, but yeah. I love you and I'm thankful that you're here, yeah. you know? But just like being there and showing that you care yeah. goes such a long way. And I love that you said that, like if my friend succeeds, like it's my success too, like yeah. I rejoice too. And yeah. that's, my mom always says like all ships rise, you yeah. know, together, like when the tide comes, like all the ships rise together. Um, Mia Fields was on my podcast uh-huh. recently and she was saying how like someone else's miracle doesn't take away from hers. Yeah, It actually gives her faith to believe for her own. Absolutely. And so I thought that was like yeah. really cool. And I love that you just said that. Um, Gosh, so much advice here. You are so wise, you're so encouraging. Now everyone knows why I love this girl. <laughs> and i'm so thankful for her and uh, thank you for being on the podcast nine months pregnant yes. thank you for bearing the out of breathness <laughs> after you have the baby you'll have to come back so and ready. uh tell us the birth story all about yeah. it all the things but i love you friend this was love so fun too. yes it's so good to get to chat with you